1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me is not Richard. He's out chasing ghosts or ambulances or something. I have no clue. Uh, but anyways, I have the next best thing, the uh, rock star of the uh, parapsychologists. Mr. Punk Rock himself, Cal Cooper. Cal? Well, I knew it. I killed him. All right. So, moving right along, uh, he'll join us in a minute. Um, we have a really great show to w- with us tonight. Uh, is Denise Mott from Compass Paranormal and uh, Psychic Medium. I, guess, I don't know if you call yourself a psychic medium from Most Haunted... Mr. Chris Conway. You guys there. Hi, Ron.
2: Hi, Ron.
1: Thank God. I was medium. waiting for a voice. I was like holding my breath when Cal <laughs> dropped us. Like, what's going on here? So. Psychic medium spot on, Ron. Is it just medium or not? Not psychic medium? Psychic medium. Okay, psychic medium. That's, you know, it gets a little mushy at times. Uh, it does. Uh, you know, I understand the differences, but. Uh, it's it's kind of phraseology like uh, spirit and ghost. What's a spirit? What's a ghost? Yeah, it's yeah. how you look at it, I guess. Yeah.
2: I take it from that you've heard the the wonderful Mr. Felix take on them. Um, what is a spirit and what's the ghost, Ron?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Mr. Felix got a lot of ideas about different things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I know. You wait till um his new invention's been a unri- unri- can't say it. And,
3: unveiled. And say thank
2: you, Chris. Unveiled the world tomorrow
1: night. And that's right. And tomorrow night, we're talking about something that's really, really exciting. And this is yes. where it really irritates me because I'm on this side of the pond. Because I would be there, front row for sure. Uh, you have a, a new show that's opening up. It's a uh, well, what, what we, how would you describe it, actually, guys?
2: Um, It's it's very hard to actually put it into a description, Ron. It's basically myself, Chris, and Richard Felix, and Paul Gannon. And basically, we're just um, putting it out to the audience to debate a lot of theories about um, the paranormal world and and to encourage the um, audience to actually come and participate in a few of these experiments with us, Ron.
3: And we'll also be... Um, going through different um, methods of communicating with the spirit world, from medium to Ouija board, table tipping, right across the spectrum. So, um, both of those things come together. It,
1: I mean, it's a. It, the, first of all, we, we should you know give the name of it, which is called Psychic and Science. Uh, th- it's a theatre tour, I believe.
2: That's right, Ron.
1: Yeah. And, and where is it opening tomorrow?
2: Oh, nest. <laughs> the
1: here, wonderful nest
2: Here in the UK we call it Skagbaga.
1: I can't even call it anything because I can't even say that. What What?
3: What do you call it? Skag. Say Skag. Skag. Sk- nest. Nest. That's it. Say it together. Skag
1: Nest. Almost, yes. almost. <laughs> yeah. so, well, whatever. You guys will have to teach me proper English anyways, I guess. Yeah. Although they, they've been trying to teach me proper English on this side for a long time. <laughs> uh, I'm Scottish, so I can't say anything. I, I think that's amazing because you have so many, uh, I'm not going to say dialects, but so many, uh, well, I guess they are kind of dialects. You know, you be Scottish, you're Irish, and... Uh, Wales, you all have little accents that are, are totally different. And they're like, yeah. it's it's really confusing at the time for me. But it doesn't take <laughs> much of confusing.
2: <laughs> it is confusing. We do have a lot of dialects. I mean, some people, you know, not far from us, only down the road, they, they have a Birmingham accent. And that's totally very, very confusing, Ron. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Denise, now you're more. You talk more norm- normally, as I-, I consider it, more to American English. And so where are you from?
2: I'm from Nottingham, the home okay, so- of Robin Hood.
1: So that's England, right?
2: That's England.
1: Okay, wow. <laughs> All right, so anyways, let's get back to the psychic and science thing. I mean, this is really, really exciting. Um, I I talked to uh, Richard today, earlier, and he was telling me about this this, this invention that's going to be on the show that you're going to reveal tomorrow, and it sounds so exciting. I mean, uh, how did you ever come up with this idea? And, 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 what, and I understand you don't even have a name for it so new.
2: No, Richard hasn't come up with name, no. a name for this invention. But with all credits due, it is this invention is down to Richard Felix. Yeah. It really, really is. And to be honest, it was the first time that Chris and I Actually saw this invention yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it's totally blown us away. Literally,
3: it's it's unbelievable. It's I was doing um, some platform work uh, whilst we're doing the the dress rehearsals, and usually I'll be very relaxed, um, almost in a peaceful place where I'm almost sleeping. Except you would think that I drunk. I don't know if, do you guys get Red Bull across there? Red what? Oh, Red, Red Bull. Bull, Red Bull, yeah. yep, 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 Well, I felt as if I'd drunk about 40 cans of that. Really? Um, it, yeah, it's a strange, we can't say too much about the machine, but there was, can I save the photograph? Oh yeah. yeah. There was a photograph taken, and there was some, some people standing talking to myself, and one of the, one of the group took a photograph, um, when he looked at his, his phone, everybody in the photograph looked normal, apart from me. I have got quite a round face, but I had a, a long, thin face with glass, round, um, thick glasses, and a really, really thick moustache. So, and we putting this down to this machine. It's a, an amazing, an amazing machine.
2: And I can honestly say, I know as soon as we put this photograph out on the internet, Ron, we're going to have everybody saying it was photoshopped, it's been played with, it's been superimposed. But we all, every single person who was there that dress rehearsal yesterday, actually um, looked at the photograph straight away. And, you know, it's the only photograph that I've ever seen that I've just thought, wow,
1: that is amazing. Yeah. So do you, I mean, at the time, you, you, what were you feeling at the time the photograph was
3: taken? I guess that's the best way to,
1: I know you yep. said about the Red Bull, like you took, I mean, yep. did you
3: feel spirit energy anywhere or, or was it? Yeah, yes. I'd actually brought through the energies of two, two separate spirits. But um, just before it, just before the photograph was taken, we were doing something, do you know what? Have you heard of the experiment called a human pendulum? No, I haven't. Well, basically, everyone stands in a circle holding uh-huh. hands. One person stands in the middle, and um, they're basically being used as a pendulum to ask answers of spirit. And whilst we were doing that, I was in the middle of the circle, and two people behind me, I could hear some commotion, and I turned around to ask what was happening, and they were telling me that sparks were actually coming from my body onto them. Oh, so wow. there was actual sparks coming off. So it was a wee, a very, very strange afternoon. Huh. So th-
1: this is called a human pendulum. I, this is interesting because I, I've never heard it before, and it, it sounds intriguing. Uh, it, it, it's not something new. It's been around for a while in the U.K.? Yeah. Yeah, so
2: yeah, it's been around for a long time, Ron. And I know you're a really big fan of your dowsing crystals and doing oh, all yeah. sorts of dowsing. You would absolutely love to be part of a human pendulum or even see it, um, watch it being, you know, taking place. Because mm-hmm. basically, what we actually do, instead of instead of using a crystal to move backwards and forwards in answer to spirit, we actually get a human being to basically the spirit to manipulate them, to move them. And can I just say on that note, Ron, we're not saying in any shape or form that the person is being possessed by a spirit or overtaken by a spirit.
3: And also, when Psychic and Science comes to America next year, we'll be showing all of America exactly how the human pendulum's done. Cool.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm actually. I, this intrigued me. I have my paranormal study group tonight, and I might just yeah, see what I can do if I can. Uh, if this thing works, over you know, with what do you need to be a medium to be that 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 pendulum, the, the center person?
3: No, no, no. Basically, the 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 way it works is every everyone stands in the circle holding hands. The medium um, or paranormal investigator will then ask spirit to come forward and manipulate someone in the circle and make them gently sway backwards and forwards. That will eventually happen. When that happens, you take that person into the middle of the circle. You have someone standing in front of them and someone standing behind them. You will then ask spirit to give you a sign for yes. Spirit will move the person either backwards or forwards Then a a sign for no, and you'll get the opposite direction. So Ah, once you've uh got that, you can then ask as many questions as you want of this particular spirit. So it's a very, very fascinating thing.
1: Yeah, Um, it's it's very intriguing. Like I said, I'm really surprised I haven't heard of it before. I mean, that's... Wow, I mean that's that's pretty cool. I mean this whole this whole thing, I just uh, I'm just so fascinated. But last year around Halloween, uh, I did a a show myself uh, called Paranormal The Experience, and it was kind of like that, but but not anywhere close to what you guys are doing. You guys are, uh, you know, you brought it up six levels. I mean, it, it, maybe ten. Who knows? But it sounds fascinating. And so, uh, yeah, it's a it's a great idea in. You have uh, uh, audience participation, which is awesome. You know, people love to get involved. And, uh, you, you know, it's got all the, the gizmos and everything. It's, it's really, really cool. It's,
2: it's, honestly, we had so much fun as well yesterday, Ron, doing the dress rehearsals, and we invited a small amount of people to come and to participate. So, obviously, we could um, work out the, the, the whole concept of the show to know that timings was right and everything. And, you know, on behalf of, you know, the whole of the Psychic and Science team, I just would like to say the show is pushing the boundaries in the paranormal world.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I'm really disappointed that I can't be there. But... uh Let's, let's go back to, I mean, you're, in, you're going to be in a theater. Is this in, uh, wait a minute, let me get it, uh, Skagnes? That's correct. That's it? You're well, well done. done. <laughs> well, you know, it's my psychic abilities. I, I read your mind, first. That's what it was. Uh, so is, is this theater, I mean, is a chance it could be haunted? I mean, will spirit of the theater
3: come through? I mean, what, what, what can we expect from this? Every theatre that's been chosen, Ron, has been chosen because they have a particular ghost story behind them. Um, so when I'm doing my, my particular part, which is of platform work, I try to bring through the spirit of a spirit, the spirit of a spirit connected with the theatre first. Uh-huh. Then then I'll bring through some spirits of connected to the audience members. So Um, we're pushing the boundaries of everything to do with Paranormal, but we're also um, trying to, when I bring the spirit through, we're hoping that that spirit will continue to give us more information using the audience members as the night goes on. So,
1: So, Chris, let me ask you this. I mean, first of all, how long is this show running uh, approximately? The show will run for two hours. Two hours, okay. So, I mean, are you equipped to... I mean, as a medium, you're the medium in the show. Mm-hmm. As as the medium, are you equipped... To, what if we have someone from the audience whose aunt starts to come through? we? How, how are you going to handle that as a medium?
3: Well, I've done lots of platform work through my career, so it's basically... The good thing about this show is it's not just a comedian... Uh, it's not just a... Uh, <laughs> The reason I'm saying comedian is the during the... the um,
2: don't give too much away. I'm man. trying
3: not to. Yesterday when okay. we were doing the dress rehearsal, there was so much fun. I actually ended up with a comedian show, um, but I'm not going to say why I'm mentioning... No, him. no, yeah, no, okay. no. yeah you, it you don't want to awesome. give it away here. Yeah. Yeah. Our presenter is, is a comedian, so we're not giving anything away about that. Yeah. Um, but um, when we're doing that, usually, usually you'll, in a show you'll have a medium... And bringing through messages all the way through the show. Um, in this, you've got the medium who's still going to be bringing through messages, but that's going to be mixed in with a lot of other things. So when we're getting, if we're getting someone's aunt through, um, we, they will still get the messages coming through. The, the, it'll be no different from any other show. In, in that particular area, they will still get the opportunity to have um, their personal messages brought through by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, wh-
1: uh, now, what if we get some uh, nasty old grouching, some, you know, some uh, real uh, bugger? Uh,
2: You're talking about audiences or demons, Trevor? A uh, oh, 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 good one, Denise. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's
3: talking about Richard Felix. Yeah, <laughs> Can I just actually say, oh, you yeah, know, we love Richard Felix. Mm.
2: Absolute
3: of- I- absolutely. Absolutely, I adore him.
2: Well, we've actually managed for Richard Felix to put his talk down to 15 minutes at a time. Now, that is a world record. Now, that's
1: paranormal.
2: That
1: is paranormal. It is paranormal. I I know Richard well, and, uh, yeah, if you can get him to be quiet, it would be (laughs) amazing. Um,
2: So back to your little ground shows. I want to hear more about these
1: ones. Oh, I'm sorry, Denise. I quite didn't get it. You got to get a little closer to the mic, there. I'm losing you a little bit. You oh, fade sorry. off.
2: I just, you know, you were, you mentioned about little and little buggers that might pop up in the audience. Yeah, so what yeah. What about well, those?
1: Yeah. How are you guys gonna hear? I mean, you you know, you get some old nasty bugger that comes in, uh, you know, and he says, "What are you doing in my theater?" You know, and I want you all out of here, and you know, pulls a Derek Akura. You know, what, what, what do you do? Well. <laughs>
2: So can I say this? If it's on a spiritual level, Chris can deal with that. If (laughs) somebody's bought a ticket and is going to be playing up, then I'll be saying, well, look, you know, you have to sit there and participate with respect, or I'm going to ask you to leave.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I don't really... Or or we'll we'll bring him up on the stage and make him take part in the show. There you go. There you go.
1: so so chris I mean if those the you know you really run into a, a nasty i mean is it uh you're equipped to handle that right I mean I assume And uh uh will this machine of riches will will that enhance him is it enhances uh ooh i, I guess uh his nastiness
3: or uh? i can't i can't say to you I know that you know about the machine so um i and I can't say too much until it's unveiled tomorrow right, night. Right, exactly. so, so I know that you know that there's a potential that, that, that something could happen with it. Um, but I, I, what I'll be doing at the beginning of the night will be I'll be putting protection on the audience ah, and, on, okay. and on the theatre. So we will be protected throughout the night. Um, and I'm also equipped. If anything happens, anything too bad comes in then I'm I'm more than experienced to, to send the thing on. I've been a medium since the for my full life, so Right. And plus you're Scottish, I mean, so that's scary yeah. enough. Exactly. I grew up in Glasgow, so I don't <laughs> <Here you go>. <laughs> <laughs> They might
2: they might just have to sort of like participate in a Glaswegian kiss. Yes. And if you don't know what one <laughs> of those is, Ron, Google it.
1: Glasgow oh, kiss. <laughs> Glasgow kiss. I will definitely Google that baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I've gotten more trouble with uh, these little phrases, phrases that people throw out at me, and uh, I, I tend to adopt
3: adopt them. And uh, so, <laughs> a Glasgow you know. kiss will get your STD drawn. won't be so the first time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. Whose idea was it to put the show together, and, and how did you get this, this great group of people together to, to work it?
2: Well, I'll answer that one, Ron. Um, somebody came to one of my events um, quite a while back, I, and I'll say his name, Richie Ross. And at the time, I didn't know that he was in theater or, or worked and put together a lot of theater productions. And he came to a couple of my events, and then he contacted me and said, um, "Would you? I would really like you to be in a theatre tour. and Would you be willing to participate?" Well, you know, the girl who loves the limelight, I had to say yes. <laughs> and so then, you know, he asked me to put a team together, and that's how it happened. And uh, it's just progressed and developed, and it's you know from. From the rehearsals yesterday I can say it is going to be an amazing experience.
3: Yeah,
1: definitely. Okay, so so why why Chris? Why Richard?
2: Um they were available. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were available. Richard's always available. (laughs) They were available and they were very, very cheap,
3: Ron. Spect to the one subject, Denise.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Chris, uh, I mean, Still there, are lots, how of me- there are, are lots of mediums. And and have you worked with Chris before? I mean, uh, what particularly, yeah. I mean, yes. You. Of course, oh,
2: sorry, Ron. Of course I've worked with Chris and I've worked with Richard before. In fact, I worked with Richard very, very early on in Compass Paranormal Events. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely a chemistry between all of us. So, you know, and that will come across on the stage it really, really well.
1: And that's what uh, I was looking for.
2: <laughs> yeah, it anyway, will. And obviously Richard Phoenix and Chris Conway, I have to say, are the two most prolific people in the UK paranormal industry. Really? Yeah.
1: I've never seen it. You've
2: gone, it. Quiet, now. Can, can, You've
1: gone quiet
3: now. I'm thinking Richard and prolific. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean... Can, 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 I let, can I let your wrist go now, Denise? Yeah, you can. Okay. And for anybody
2: out there who doesn't know what prolific means, it means to do a lot.
3: Right.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. That's very true. And uh, especially, uh, you know, Richard, uh, he's got such a kind heart. And... Um, the other thing about Richard, are you going to use his, uh, he's always been known as the paranormal historian. Are you going to use that aspect of of his personality in the show?
2: We'll use every aspect of Richard's personality in the show, Ron.
1: Well, it's because he has a big aspect.
2: <laughs> he has. He has. And as the, if anybody hasn't met Richard Felix or worked with him, he's a very, very... Larger than life character, but very, very lovable as well. Right. You know, and they are, and Chris and Richard are both true to their beliefs, opinions, and theories, and they do respect other people's opinions and theories. And I think that's very, very important because what we're not trying to do in this theatre show, run is to preach to other people. Yes. You know, we do respect everyone's. Theories and opinions. What we're saying, you know, people may not agree with us and they may not believe. They're entitled to their own opinions, but all we're trying to do is show lots of people how we can all work together and bring a lot of these theories and beliefs all into it, all under one umbrella, so to speak.
1: Right. So I mean
3: there is room for disagreement. Oh, cool. there's, there's going to be plenty of disagreement in this show. That's the whole point of this show. It's going to be about debates. Uh-huh. And, and basically, we actually welcome the opinions of the audience. I'm not going to stand up there expecting everyone to be believers. Um, the skeptics aren't going to stand there expecting to be to be skeptics. We're going to welcome the audience to come up and actually discuss with us um, their, their point of view on the stage, as long really? as with, yeah, as long as they're respectful, then they will be allowed to come up and debate. There will be no um, forcing opinions down anyone's throat. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of show, and that is why every single show will be different.
1: So, I mean, Chris, you've done a lot of work through your your career, and. <laughs> I, I, I guess you've never really done anything like this before. I mean, is in this type of format.
3: Um, and and in what way? Sorry, as and a it, as a stage
1: medium. Well, not as a stage may, medium, but where, where you have so many pieces integrated into into. I'm, I hate to say the act, but into the. Uh, uh, event that's going on. I mean, you you have this machine. You have Richard Felix with his aspects. You have Denise uh, with her thoughts. And and now Denise, you're a paranormal investigator as well,
3: right? Yeah, that's
2: right.
3: Right. Yeah. So can I mean, I also it, can, I, can I also say ahead. that i as, a, as a part of, I also go in events as a medium. So um, I am I'm, I'm more than uh, capable of. And bringing a lot of things together on stage um, because I do um, not as big a company as Denise's but I do also run my own events company so um, I'm more than capable of um, going more than one thing happening at the same time on, on the same the same event So I mean
1: it, it's a large theater. everybody will really be able to see everything that's going on um, they'll. Some of them. I mean, how are you going to choose the people to participate? Is is that any specific rules or?
2: No, they just basically put their hands up, and um, I'll go down in amongst the audience and pick them out, Ron. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. So
1: everybody I, has everybody has a fair chance of chance of doing it.
2: That's absolutely right. Well, on my uh, every single weekend, I mean, I run about four events um... each weekend, run and obviously I can't be at all of them but the ethos with my company is that the, the, the guests there of the night, they are the paranormal investigators so it's not, it's not going to be any different in the audience we want the audience to participate as much as possible therefore when I ask for volunteers I'll ask them for the show of hands and if there isn't any show of hands then I'll go out into the audience and pick victims
1: <laughs> victims, I love that. <laughs> I understand. Oh, there's
2: the there's no victims, Mom.
1: victims, I like that. Uh, we're just about up on the break time. Uh, I understand we do have Cal with us, so oh, he'll join us after the break. Uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, if he can still can hang in there. in there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the voice. The <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> so, Sorry. we're really looking forward to this, and uh,
4: I'm sure Cal has a few. Uh, those, uh, You've got to quick me- quickly fill me in. i missed most of it. I've been pedaling away on this little bike to try and power the laptop down here. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Sorry. So, sorry.
0: Anyway, How
1: are you?
4: I'm fine, thank you, Nisi. We're coming Happy up to break now, so we are got to
1: take a break. A it break. is Ghostbusters International, live on 2Jet, those Ghostbusters Beyond, with uh, Cal Cooper, maybe, Chris
0: uh, Connolly. Welcome to Talk Radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween! It is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories,
2: and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the
0: spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests to step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! spooky, they all talk oddly gooky the Fair family family, the shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal, the topics are abnormal, the Fair family, they're strange, deranged, unrestrained, so grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief.
1: More yeah, we'll scares see. Scares me. So, anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Anne and Ron.
3: See you then.
0: through life secure in the knowledge of who we are. But every so often, we find out that things may not be what they seem. You see, the world around us is very complex. It's made up of many layers. And when you start to peel the layers back, either by choice or by accident, you just might uncover the truth. There's something very special about you, Shelly, and it's time you knew. I know this might come as a bit of a shock, but... What? You see, the magical world and mortal world are intermingled with no physical boundary. It's all a matter of perception. In Shelley Gordon's case... It's also a matter of destiny. You see, Shelley, your great-grandmother was a powerful witch. And throughout her life, she fought against the dark side. She died before she could finish her work. But she knew a descendant would be born who would take her place. Someone who would finally put an end to the devastation caused by the vicious and destructive witches of Rue. And that someone is you. Needless to say, hearing that kind of information is enough to give anyone... A Bad Case of the Wobbles. And in case you don't know what Collywobbles are, go to www.marlabrooks.com and order her new ebook, A Bad Case of the Collywobbles. It's rather bewitching, if I do say so myself.
1: Okay, we are back. You are listening to the Ghost Chronicles International with Ron Cole and Cal Cooper.
4: Yep, yep, I'm here this time, hopefully. Yay!
2: Go.
4: Evening, Cal. Hi, Cal. Oh, hello. Sorry again. It's just really poor internet down here. and Just as you, just at the point you were introducing me, I was about to say hello, it cut off. And we probably tried, uh, no joke, six different laptops and a Mac computer and everything. It just wasn't working. So um, I'm now sit, sitting on the living room floor with the laptop perched on a coffee table just in the right position so the wireless internet has got it. So hopefully I won't be going anywhere this time. Mm-hmm. No. you, very
3: know very you
2: want
4: to talk are... to me No, no Our very special guests are uh,
1: Denise Mott from Compass Paranormal And Chris Conway uh, And they have a new Theatre show called Psychic and Science and, and I know that Cal has Questions about this theatre show Cal
4: uh, tell me about it, first of all. Um, <laughs> we already did that. <laughs> just okay. Okay. Who's the psychic? What's the psychic element? Who's the scientist? And what's the scientific element? Science haven't
2: gotten quite to tell us. That's it. it. Because That's you, know, it. You, you know you know anything in the mm-hmm. world well, we've got the at the moment to any scientific level but all we're actually doing is we're trying to put the rational different aspects of people's theories and beliefs at, t- at this present moment, we can't talk with things that can't be worked on in the future so that's where the science bit comes into I would love it, Carol, if we had a real scientist that came in who was really, really willing
3: to work with the paranormal community. And also, and also, Carl, I've not had the opportunity to meet yourself. Obviously, I'm the psychic. Um, I'm Miss Conway. Um, also, as you know, science is about theories. It's about debating theories. A theory will exist until when somebody proves it wrong and then another theory will come up. Um, so this show is going to be about theories. And it means basically what we're going for by going for science is the fact that we're trying to encourage debate. Um, and by debate, I don't mean negative, negative debate. Um, the, as you know yourself, the paranormal community seems to have splintered into a lot of negativity. What we're looking for in this show is a lot of positive debate. Um, it doesn't, we don't want closed-minded what people to talk up, about up. Up. Um, but What we want what we is to- minded sceptics believers, and in between um, we can have a positive debate about different theories, about the scientific community, about different experiments, and we'll use the experiments also to try and communicate with the spirit world. And it's basically to try and bring some positivity and some
4: unity back to the paranormal world. Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight then. Um, you're presenting, say, either uh, are you presenting psychical researchers' theories that haven't fully been tested or explained, um, such as Faraday with table tipping, or are you doing a psychic demonstration and table tipping, getting people involved and then just creating debate over that?
3: We we will. We're not going to tell you too much, Carl, because it's an actual show. We want to make money out of as well. It's what we're doing, but you're more than welcome to buy a ticket and come along. But what we will say is (laughs) there will be be, um, some experiments to communicate with the spirit world. And there's none of us... We're not arrogant enough to pretend that we're scientists when we're not. um, And I don't think there's many true scientists in the paranormal world. And I would actually argue that true scientists say parapsychologists aren't true scientists, so it's it's going from that way to the other. It's it's what is true science, and it's it, it's sort of going that way. And that's that's what the what this show is all about. It's about debate. Yeah, I, I can see that
1: totally, uh, Chris. I mean, that's. That's what it's all about. I mean, a lot of my events, we introduce uh, glass swirling or uh, pendulum work. And, and, you know, we show it for what it is. And people can discuss it and do whatever they want with it. If they, they, you say, okay, that's a bunch of uh, pants, then fine. Uh, yeah, and people you know, are more than welcome to say that. But at least it makes them think a little bit. Okay, makes maybe there's fun. something to it, maybe there isn't. Uh, it, it's not black and white. A lot of parapsychologists think it's it's strictly black and white, but uh, yeah. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of gray areas in, in there, and I know Cal and
4: I disagree a bit, but that's... that's you agree what... with everything I
2: said. Well, can I just say, we want people to leave the theater, Ron and Cal, with more questions than answers. Exactly. If that happens, then that the concept from the theater at all works. You know, we don't want them to believe in everything that we've actually done. We want people to go away and do their own research. And it's like, I said, like I've just said, if they've got more questions than answers at the end of our show, we have done our job.
1: So you don't see any any harm in it, Cal. I mean, for, for, I
4: mean the show is what it is, right? Um. Yeah, I mean um, demonstrations of seances and psychic readings on the stage have been done for well over a hundred years now by different people. I suppose in this case you're breaking it down and allowing a bit more public interaction and um, the the opportunity to ask questions, actually come up and get involved. Um, If you're actually saying, okay, we're not using conjuring tricks, we're not using. Uh, misdirection or um, anything like that, you can actually come and get involved with what we're doing on stage, whereas the other um, early psychics that were kind of uh, debunked um, were actually really, on the other hand, they were more so good magicians rather than actually psychics. um, Yeah, they were true frauds though. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it was entertainment and people had a sort of good night out of it. And that's what people wanted at the end of the day. And, you know, even if we just look at general magic shows, that's what people want. They don't want to really figure out how the magic trick's done. It's nice that you don't know how it's done because it remains as magic. But this is, you know, if you're if you're turning the paranormal into a stage show and this is what people want to see, this is um, how they want to be entertained, then I, I don't see any actual harm yeah. in it. Unless you're taking people on stage and it's like... ...sending them into some sort of past life regression or something like that... ...or, you know, for everyone's entertainment... Uh, that, ...that would probably be too far... But I, like <laughs> I
3: I'll, I'll agree with you... With
4: few, with one well, we're losing
0: you,
1: Chris. I can't hear you.
3: Past life regression... It's an, if you're science,
1: science, past Chris, can you get a little closer to the mic? We're okay. losing you a little bit. Yeah, I'm missing a lot of this.
3: Therapists. Not, not not, done by magicians. And this is not a show about magi- about magic. It's not a show about magicians. I, I, I have to say, I'm not happy with the, the slant that it's almost making out that this is going to be a fraudulent show. This is going to be a show which is going to open up a good, honest, and I put honest in capital letters, debate. We're not here to say that um, everybody must believe in everything that I do, everything that anybody else does in this show. We're here to say that I'll give you my opinion, you give me your opinion, and we'll have a positive um, debate without any insults. And that's what the show is going to be all about. Right. We
1: First of all, uh, uh, Chris, we am we, not trying to uh, paint the show at all. I, I'm, I'm absolutely intrigued with it. I think it's great. And I don't think we're, we're saying it's, it's fake or anything. We, we, we were talking about the old psychics. Uh, maybe you've lost some of the communication. Uh, when no. you talk to, can you get really close to the mic as you can? Because we have a really difficult time hearing you now, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's much better. So yeah, oh. if, well, we, if, if we've offended you in any way, we we never. No,
3: offend you're not, you I mean, no, Just no, no, a lot, lot like regressionists. Um, who actually the NHS? Um, the, the NHS they use a lot of past life regressionists, and so I think to throw in that to have past life regression on your show, I think it's a bit of a, a low shot, personally.
2: Can I just answer that question? I'm yeah. actually a hypnotherapist, and I am a past life aggressionist, and there's no way on this earth that I would actually put that onto the stage for people to watch. That is a therapy in itself, and it's something that I would never, ever, ever put out in, 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 in the entertainment world. world. I've known no TV, TV, TV programs program, done, done about past life aggression, and I don't agree with, agree with that. never, never ever, ever, ever use my things that I've
4: been trained for in this theatre show. Oh no, yes, absolutely. Yes. As I say again, as uh, what Ron said, I wasn't suggesting in any way that you guys were going to do that or any of the um, old um, uh, stage shows that involve mediums and magicians and so on and so forth. It, in terms of what Ron said, is this a good idea? The idea that you're presenting where it's the psychic and the table tipping and okay, let's actually bring a debate about this, this is yeah, fine. Yeah. When you actually go back to the earlier stuff, it's not... The idea that you're no, presenting, no, this, a this is a modern no. twist on the whole thing. Yeah, no, totally. Like the show is there to be, to be about, about,
3: uh, 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 about, about difference. Um, uh, and it's going to see, A, if we get results, we're not saying that we guarantee results. And that will be part of the debate. It may be that we'll use an experiment, a communication experiment. Um, it could even be me. I could maybe stand there and, and get nothing through. We'll, we'll debate about that. We could use the Ouija board. We don't. The planchette doesn't move, and uh, we, we'd debate about that. The planchette planchette moves, then they would debate about that. It's all about every show will be different. Different. two shows will be the same because of the. Fact that Everything, as you know, in the paranormal world, as it is in science, it's, it's about to the orbit. It gives us the opportunity to debate, and debate is where you learn.
4: Hmm.
1: Chris, you're I mean, really I mean, going to stay I mean, as close to that mic as you can, because we do have a loser a little bit. Let we'll I mean, with I mean, you see that. Saying.
4: Yeah. Yeah, a um, lot of science is built upon um, theories um, to the, until the point that we actually find some sort of repeatability in whatever we're actually exploring. So um, hopefully um, the whole idea of what Faraday came up with and also the EDM motor effect, that will actually come up with the table tipping and the the fact of um, unconscious muscular movement within the fingertips and that it involves so much suggestion, the table tipping. Um, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, but, myself as a sceptic and a parapsychologist, I wouldn't actually say that... The majority of table tipping and glass moving is down to the paranormal or the dead getting in contact. I mean, maybe if you get the table levitating just by people's fingertips being on it alone, that's something interesting. But, um, you know, there's there's always two sides of the debate uh, debate to seriously kind of put across the audience. Yes, there's a lot of um, theories around this being a way to contact the dead. But equally, this is what science has found, and they've found it quite repeatable. And you can compare the idiomotor effect to simply holding a pendulum out with your hand. And getting a group of participants up on stage and just giving them the suggestion that the spirits are going to move the pendulum, it'll make it sway more to the right, it'll make it sway more to the left, it's going to go in a circle now. And those where the pendulum is actually moving more, you could argue that psychologically these people are more suggestible um, and susceptible to actually having these paranormal experiences because they're taking in the actions and the, um, the environmental influences that are being imposed on them. So, um, but equally, you've got the paranormal side that you could also argue that the spirits are doing it. So there is a a good two-way kind of debate going, but you've also got some parts of science where theory has now become a sort of fact. I mean, psychology is very, um, it's a very difficult subject to actually find a solid there are no facts, there's just evidence to suggest in many areas of science. But right. this is where a theory has been tested over and over again, and we've actually found some form of repeatable, uh, repeatable effect going on there. But there are loads of paranormal effects, or especially in parapsychology, that we can't actually find this repeatability for, because a lot of phenomena like the psychic experiences, having a precognitive experience, seeing an apparition, they are spontaneous events and they're not something that we can actually take from the real world situation and place in the laboratory and find a repeatable effect for. I understand right,
3: that, Carl. What I, I, to say is, you're is saying, you're saying about the fact that, um, that um, you're, you're stating, stating, stating that, that everything that you believe in is a fact. fact. Sorry? You're telling us that you would saying would be the table levitating? Do you believe in levitation? levitation.
4: Meter, um, I don't. Um, I no, I, I I, trick, I don't kind of openly oh, believe oh, the paranormal. I'm open to accepting oh, it if oh, I if I saw oh, it. Oh. I mean, there's a lot of literature that actually suggests that you know psychokinetic abilities are possible, and there's actually been effects in the laboratory situation. Now, if we set up an experiment on stage, oh, can where, I see that a two-way
3: thing. You speak, I listen, and then I speak, you listen. Uh, you're, you're stating your opinions of it as if they are fact. They are not facts. They're opinions.
4: Uh, I'm just giving kind of the view of what science has found. You're um, preaching, I, I, and that's what p- nobody likes. People preaching. preaching. Well, I'm I'm not preaching. I'm just telling you what science has found. This isn't my own opinion. This is just what science has found, and I'm right. just telling you. But, but,
1: but you, that's you that's got that's you that's got to realise that the, the bottom really line is this this, this: this is the other opinion. show. It's not. Serious paranormal research. I mean, there's a, there's a difference. It's yeah. it's a it's a way of creating discussion. It's a way to get people talking and and looking into it further, one way or the other. I mean, we we all have our opinions, and we certainly uh, whatever we believe in. I mean, that's how we kind of judge things, whether it's the scientific community or the spiritual community. Uh, yeah. It really us We're tainted by our own beliefs, even in the scientific community. If if we are not open to other explanations, only for the ones we choose to fill out our own theories, then uh, that's not any good either. So I mean, the the, the bottom line, though, this is a um, at the other show. It's it's there to create discussions, It's there to create unity, and it's not serious paranormal research, and and, and it never really meant to be.
2: No, that's right, Ron, and I agree totally with you on that one. But what we're out to do... I mean, all the three of us on the stage have totally different opinions and beliefs. And what we'll do with the audience, we will listen to them effectively. We will actually listen to what they're actually saying and we will respect what they're saying, you know. And that's what it's all about. At some point, what we're trying to do with this show is bring everyone together in the paranormal world and the scientific world together to work together. I mean, do people realize that how much money has been spent by the U.S. government and the Chinese and the Russians on studies into ESP? And I know you well, understand you that. I'll, I'll, that, you know, so there's, therefore they believe that there is something out there. Now, what's all we're trying to do is to get people to stop... Listening about Scooby-Doo and watching, watching TV, TV programs, and actually and going she out there and doing their own research, her. Her. And, and, and and listening and listening to, and listening and listening to everybody, everybody else, we've reached back. Everyone has their own opinions and perspection, uh, perspections in life, and we that, okay. we, that that's what we're out we do, and and opinions. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore, you know. Somebody can come on from the Church of England and tell me their opinions. I may not believe it, but right. I cannot dump on their parade and right. say that's wrong. What they believe in. That's-
4: oh no, no, you cannot change the public's that's- opinion. This isn't something that you should actually go out to do. I'm not saying you are doing that either. Um, but you're absolutely right. No, if someone wants to accept their own version. Of events or what actually um, they've just seen and how they want to interpret it, that's down to them alone. All you can do is present for and against arguments, and that's all I've really been doing as a scientist on this show and also as a kind of resident skeptic. So when you asked about the table tipping back then, All I'm presenting is what researchers found from psychology and other relevant areas that have approached the paranormal. I'm not really imposing any of my own beliefs because personally I don't actually follow any beliefs. I'm an open-minded skeptic. So if reasonable evidence is presented, then I will be willing to accept. But I've got to compare this to all the research that is published and that I'm aware of. So um, I'm I'm not trying to impose Um, the findings of science on anyone, all I'm doing is presenting them so that they're on the table if people want to actually take them on board or not. So I'm kind of doing the same from a scientific perspective. And we we thank you
3: for that, that, Carl, and we appreciate appreciate you giving us your opinions. opinions. Um, Um, The main main thing um, from this show um, is the fact that it's the opinion, and and this is no disrespect to you, Carl, or disrespect to anybody else on our stage, it's not even our opinions that count it's the opinions of the audience members um, all we want to do is to allow people to come to a theater to have the opportunity if they choose to do to take part in different experiments um, listen to different debates maybe join in in different debates and at the end of it then they can they can leave with their opinions and they can they can possibly have make up, they may change they may their, mind, their mind, mind or their beliefs, or, um, or maybe their hopes and beliefs, beliefs will be the same. same. It's, 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 it's all up all to their opinion at the end. We're not They're trying not to change their change opinion. opinion. Um, we're not trying to um, make cement their opinion. All we want to do is is to give them the opportunity to look at that opinion from both sides. Because when they watch it on TV, they see the opinion. And I, I'm obviously a medium, um, so obviously i'm a hundred percent believer but when they watch tv they're getting the believer side most of the time um and you can argue that we're actually giving the skeptics the opportunity to come forward and not not prove us wrong and we're not trying to prove them wrong but to come forward watch the things and maybe not not change the beliefs but at least watch the show and decide, i mm, am I still a sceptic? Because let's face it, the, the real meaning of sceptic isn't a uh, cynic, it's basically the fact that there's someone that they're open-minded and they're, they're quite happy to um, be proven right or wrong. And, that, and that's all we ask, is for the audience to turn up with open minds and leave um, with their own opinion from the show, they may come up come in there thinking I'm a believer and leave thinking, Do you know something? It's a lot of rubbish. They may think come come here thinking, I really don't believe. Something may happen that makes anything think, I don't believe a lot. I actually have a bit of doubt now. So we we don't it's not our our aim to make a believer a non believer or a non believer a believer. It's our aim just to to make them question the full thing and make it a wee bit more um educational
1: yeah I, I can see that now now cal let me ask you an interesting question is part of this show they have this machine uh, that they put together okay so l- let's you know take for whatever it's worth I mean they put this machine together what if something was to appear during the show because of this machine uh,
4: it, how would you react to that? Is this a theoretical machine, or is this actually something they're going to be doing? This is a physical machine they actually put together. Can I have any inkling as to what the machine's for? No, no. well this could be a whole number of things if let's break it down then if i'm not allowed to actually know it could be a machine that's projecting some sort of hologram <laughs> which produces an apparition on stage it could be a machine that's just um highly powered so it might be producing high emf levels and making the audience believe that they're having some sort of haunting experience a sense of presence and so on and so forth so they've or having these experiences while they're in the audience and think that maybe even the theatre's haunted. It could be a machine that's producing infrasound, so that could be producing the same effects with low-frequency sound and making them possibly have a spontaneous smearing of vision and thinking they're seeing apparitions. There could be a number of things that this machine could be doing, but I suppose if the audience can see that there's a machine on stage, they're going to be kind of aware that it might be doing something. But um, without knowing what the machine's for, I'm kind of lost as to what I can actually say.
3: I agree with you 100% everything you've said, and what I would like to say is, buy a ticket, everybody, come along, see what the machine does produce, and then make your own mind up.
1: Oh, man, I'd be there in a minute if I was on that side of the pond, my friend, just to see this alone. But, uh, you know what, we're just about two minutes now. But uh, once again, we're, we're talking with uh, Denise Mott and uh, Chris Conway of uh, Science uh, Psychic and Science uh, Theatre Tour. It's opening in uh, Skagness
3: tomorrow. And are uh, tickets still available? Yes, they're still available. Um, and um, they're selling very well. Um, I'd just like to add one thing, Ron. That, um, you know Richard Felix very well. Richard Felix is behind this machine. And as you know, Richard is nobody's fool. He's been involved in this industry a lot more than I would say than anybody involved in this debate is. And Richard is the man that's behind the machine so let's give him a wee bit of credit, and let's just wait and see what the machine does. We're not guaranteeing anything. It's like anything. It's, um, it may work, it may not work, but it's <coughs> something that we're all, we all we, we all think is fascinating, and I think the guests that turned up I think it's fascinating.
4: So okay, true for me then, it might be. It might have something to do with pigeons.
1: <laughs> uh, Richard, it could very well be. <laughs> just, just right. a- yeah, anyways. Sorry,
4: Bob. I just interrupted. Sorry, sorry, you were so rude. And
2: then, can uh, so I say, you know, it's been absolutely fascinating. And as, as you know, Cal, we've spent many a long night like, um, having a debate on all our different theories and. You know, I do respect you as well. So, you, there therefore, you know, it'd be interesting if you actually came along and put your thoughts and your opinions after you've seen one of our shows into perspective. Hmm.
4: No. There you go.
1: Guys, we've we run out of time. We have actually? We actually ran out of time, so... so. We, we have to say goodbye to everyone uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International uh, with Cal Cooper and Ron Kolick and our very special guests today have been Denise Smart and Chris Conway and the uh, the other show Psychic and Science opening tomorrow in Skagnes and go see it I would if I were there so good night and God bless everyone cheers guys
3: hi guys
0: Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4 or 3 Central on Toginet.com. Juliana is a
3: marriage family.